welcome in everybody to a very emergent episode of State of the YouTube. Uh, currently, both this channel and Mumkey's channel are not in a good place. Uh, <laughs> let's just start with a more pressing issue, which is Rusty Cage is not here. That's yeah, a horror. Rusty what a is off tonight. It's the worst thing that's happened to me today is Rusty couldn't make it for the emergency podcast. Everyone type F in the chat for Rusty. This <laughs> yep. is the saddest moment in SOTY history. Yeah, so, Monkey, everything has seemingly gone wrong for you today, so <laughs> you can... You what do you mean you, today? My whole life. Today's been a pretty big blow because <laughs> it's just something so bad has happened that I have never seen it actually happened in the history of YouTube and it, it, it has happened to you where you opened a satellite channel. Well, you didn't open it. Sheepover did. It's a That's satellite right. channel. It's a loophole that YouTubers have been using to get away from YouTube bans basically for bullshit community guideline strikes. It's a loophole that has been used by many YouTubers, Keemstar, uh, Mr. Medicare, I believe. And What's always been the case is that you've been able to open sort of a satellite channel, have basically someone else curate all of your content, and it hasn't been a problem. Until now, at least, because Monkey Jones's channel, Jungle Jimmy, has been terminated channel. as of today. It was my girlfriend Sheepover's channel, where she just happened to post videos from my website, monkeyjones.tv. I had nothing to do with the channel. I didn't tell her to make it. I had no access to it, didn't know the password. But YouTube took it upon themselves to not delete one of my channels for ban evasion, but to delete now my, my friend's uh, YouTube channel and this channel, State of the YouTube, at the exact same time that Jungle Jimmy was taken down, this channel, because I appear on it, was also punished by YouTube at the exact same time. Right, for anyone not aware of the situation on this channel, because Monkey's termination has completely been overshadowing everything, at about the exact same time that Monkey Jones had the Jungle Jimmy channel terminated, the State of the YouTube podcast was stripped of its monetization privileges by YouTube. And the reason they gave us <laughs> was that we were reusing content, which is the reason they give for taking monetization away from shitty compilation channels who all they do is re-upload clips from TV shows. But right. we were given that reason for why our channel is no longer eligible for monetization. And it, it just baffles me that this is YouTube's reasoning. As Jeremiah the Gamer might say, it boggles my mind. It boggles the mind. This this whole situation, both both of these events, completely <laughs> boggles the mind. Because I, I was when I heard news from Rusty that our channel got basically permanently demonetized. Well, I won't I won't say permanently, but based on how things have been going with Mumkey, I'm kind I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards permanent. Yeah. Um. And, and it's not just like it's not like a couple videos got demonetized. They said the entire channel no longer qualifies for any monetization whatsoever because you are re-uploading other people's content. Right. And in in my big video, stripped. right. In my big video, I theorized that YouTube was just like randomly picking out of a bag strikes to give me because they didn't have any real reason so they just made shit up and now we have 
the most 100% objective confirmation that they're just pulling strikes out of their ass that are not relevant whatsoever to punish Monkey Jones and now his friends too. Right. When I heard the news that we lost our monetization of this channel, I was expecting it to be some reason along the lines of hate speech because that's the one that <laughs> YouTube... Because we hate Legos so much. That's Yeah, that's the one that YouTube can basically use to justify any takedown but this one the reason they've given us is absolutely demonstrably false and <laughs> it, it's the least it, out of all the reasons youtube has in the great hat of taking out reasons to demonetize a channel this one makes the least sense because basically 99.99 percent of the content on this channel is literally just us recording our voices <laughs> And uploading it to the channel with no music and no visuals. And somehow, according to YouTube, we are basically the same as uh, one of those 24-7 cartoon live stream channels that just literally streams television shows. Now, it gets even more infuriating. And hopefully, Rusty said he's going to make a video about this on his main channel tomorrow. So hopefully around the time this comes out, uh, you'll be able to see this soon. But Rusty went into Google support. If you don't know, if a YouTuber has more than 10,000 subs, they can have a Google support chat room where supposedly you talk to a real-life person about your problems on YouTube. And uh, Rusty had a lengthy conversation with what I assume is actually a robot based on its replies. And he, Rusty, very clearly explained why, you know, this channel of mine was demonetized. It doesn't make any sense. Um, the, the reason they gave is invalid completely. Here's the evidence. And the guy just said, um, here's, how, here's how he ended it. I understand this can be frustrating, but I'm afraid I've already provided all the information I can give about this. And that's it. Even though YouTube, or even, even though Rusty, even though Rusty basically... Um, had the guy repeat to himself that our channel losing monetization was completely fraudulent and it was completely baseless and based on an entire false notion of what we actually do. And he basically had the guy repeat that back to him and he still wouldn't do anything, which has me completely convinced that these YouTube support guys are, it's gotta be like a bot. It's gotta be like running through Google's clever bot software or something like that. Because it's either no, a bot or like Indian tech support that doesn't speak English. No human, no rational English speaking human could possibly look at what's been done here and not see that it's a total complete error on YouTube's part that is completely baseless and fraudulent. And I'll say this, uh, on this channel we often talk about NPCs, so allow me to apologize to Quentin Reviews. You, Quentin Reviews, you are not an NPC. This guy that Rusty talked to in a chat is literally an NPC. This is not a human being, this is a robot with pre-automated replies. Recently on YouTube, there's been a YouTube meme guy called Bagel Boy who, uh, he posted this big long string that he had with one of these supposedly real YouTube chat people where he was just asking them why he couldn't get his silver play button and once again the guy in his case was completely unintelligible basically not making any logical sense based (laughs) on his responses completely ignoring the content of what bagel boy was trying to say and i just find it very hard to believe that it's a real life human on the other side of that line and i think 
instances like this are what will ultimately lead to the downfall of YouTube. The lack of respect for any of the creators and the over-utilization of automated bot systems to try to fix all of the website's errors. I think it's going to get to a tipping point where everybody gets pissed off of this shit, they get annoyed by it, they, they, they don't get helped when they need it because it's just bots who don't know what they're doing because they're not humans. And, uh, Man, I don't know. I don't know when a billionaire is gonna uh, realize the opportunity he has. But uh, as soon as that happens, and there's a new YouTube, everybody has got to be jumping ship at this point. I mean, YouTube's approval rating at this point. I don't know if it can possibly go any lower than it is now. They are scraping the bottom of the barrel with what people think about this website, and literally the only reason people tolerate any of this bullshit is because YouTube is basically a monopoly on monetized, user-created content on the internet that's um, that's not streamed live. Right. Well, he, here are my future plans, because the, the story is always ongoing. I had a little uh, tit-for-tat on Twitter this evening with Mr. Uh, uh, Daniel Keem. You ever heard of this guy? He's an up-and-coming YouTuber. You a big fan, M. Plemon, Mr. Daniel Keem? No, oh, I don't know him. Is he uh, nice? <laughs> he's got a nice beard. Uh, some would say he's a he's a real star, and I I tend to agree. But I am. Uh, everybody was saying, "Yo, Keemstar, Philly D, you got to cover this story." Uh, YouTube is uh, attacking this one guy, and now he's they're literally attacking his friends and family for being associated with them. And uh, Keem's like, oh, no, no, no. Uh, he, he made a video about Elliot Roger. There's nothing that can be done. But then everybody kept giving him shit. So Keem watched my big uh, Jimmy's Declassified YouTube Termination Survival Guide video, which you can find at monkeyjones.tv, monkeyjones.com. And uh, after watching the video, Keem decided, you know what? This is worth covering on my show because I think uh, uh, Monkey here, even though I, I don't agree with Elliot Roger content, I think he has some points uh, that are pretty fair and valid. So I guess go check out Drama Alert. Uh, there should be a video about me on there today. And also, um, there's a website called The The Verge. What is it? Do you know what this is? The Verge? The Verve? The V-E-R-G-E. The, it's called The Verge. It's uh, evidently it's like mainstream media. I've never heard of it, but uh, a reporter from there wants to interview me tomorrow. So we've got uh, both YouTube media and mainstream media covering this for the first time in about a month. Yeah, and I, I really hope that this story actually gets out there and reported on and people actually take it seriously instead of the first time around when Monkey first got banned. There was kind of a disturbing lack of concern over what really happened and what the implications of this ban mean for literally anyone who creates content on YouTube. Yeah, the precedent has been set where YouTube verified that my videos were monetizable uh, through manual reviews. And then a year later, maybe a policy changed, maybe they changed their mind. But uh, these videos that were monetized and verified by YouTube, suddenly I got strikes for them and was terminated. So if you think you're safe because all your videos were manually reviewed and they, they're all monetized, you're fucking not. Philly D, you might want to go back and delete every video you made 10 years ago where you're making uh, jokes about, you know, 
man, everybody knows Philly D back in the day did some edgy shit. Philly, go delete them all, because YouTube can change their mind and give you strikes for shit that you did years ago that they said was okay back then. Everybody's in fucking danger. And even if you hate Monkey Jones, a lot of people do. Even if you think that my videos are edgy and unfunny, that's fine. I don't give a shit personally, but it's the message in the story that this can happen to anybody and that YouTube will fucking lie about it and do whatever they want because because who's going to stop them? We're all in danger and you need to take this shit seriously. Yeah, anyone listening to this right now or and anyone who's aware of this whole Monkey Jones situation, you have to realize that this isn't just about Monkey. Mom, what what happened to Monkey here represents what could happen to any of us when we simply complacently allow YouTube to just sit back and basically delete any channel they want without any evidence or due process whatsoever. Yeah, uh, it's it's scary. I mean, I would be more scared if I still had a big channel. <laughs> it's like at this point, I got to live the life of a martyr who was uh, sacrificed on the altar for the sake of mankind, which I not, not a position I ever wanted to be in. But uh, I'm not saying this because I think it'll get my channels back. I'm not saying this uh, out of uh, my own pride or something. I'm saying this out of concern for literally everybody else on YouTube. You are in danger. YouTube can just change their mind and say, you know what? We want this to be just the, the Colbert rapport or the, the Colbert and uh, uh, Jimmy Kimmel hour. We'll just delete everybody else. And I am evidence that even without fair strikes, without uh, fair cause, without anything, They'll delete me, they'll delete my friends, they'll demonetize my other friends. It doesn't fucking matter. And now, the thing is with YouTube and enforcement of their guidelines, up until very, very recently, there's always been sort of a shadow of a doubt where YouTube might be somewhat justified in terminating this channel or whatever. But just starting now, starting with Monkey or... I'm I'm not sure if Monkey was exactly the beginning of it or what other channels got. Also, that guy uh, Nick the Smoker. I don't know if his channel ever came back, but he didn't do anything wrong either. I believe a lot of this whole uh, a whole thing that gave YouTube the green light to sort of go in and do all of this was Alex Jones's termination. Now, of course, Alex Jones he was at fault for something that he got found wrong in in a court of law where that was very recently. The court ruled in favor of um, the Newtown Connecticut families in, I believe it was a slander case. Don't quote me, though, because I'm not very informed. Yeah, on this I, I issue. know a little bit more about it than you do. They um, they they ruled in favor of the families to look at Alex Jones's financial documents. They haven't done the actual court case yet. This is like a pretrial decision. But but still, they like uh, at one point in this case so far, the court has ruled in favor of the families. But in about October, I believe, Alex Jones got deplatformed from basically every social media, every major social media site. And whether or not you think it's justified, it has certainly set somewhat of a precedent where these social media companies can basically label anyone they want, whatever they want, and use it as justification for permanently banning them from the platform and we've observed that that's what has happened in monkey jones's case they just really hate people with the last name jones i think it's true maybe they thought i was alex jones's uh twin cousin yeah i'm sure it's not a coincidence but 
hey, with YouTube, you can't even tell these days. I mean, I guess what I was trying to get into earlier, where even with YouTube's bullshit takedowns over the years of channels like I Ate Everything, iDubs, um, Astrocyst, all of these channels, you could at least somewhat, like, you could somewhat make a connection to whatever guideline they were allegedly violating. Like, maybe well, a lot of the that time it, it was uh, copyright stuff. And then it's like, no, this uh, I have the right to upload footage of this movie because I'm analyzing and reviewing it. Um, in, in my case, I think it's different because it's 100% community guidelines. It, so it's like to YouTube's discretion. There's no court of law that can justify like, no, that wasn't a copyright strike. Like this is 100% just their opinion. Yeah, and what I'm trying to say is that YouTube has finally gone completely berserk with all of this, where they no longer have to have any semblance of reasoning for these decisions. I mean, the the channel you're watching this podcast on right now got stripped of monetization today for allegedly uploading copyrighted content, of which hardly any exists on this channel. It's basically none. And that's the reason they gave us. And it doesn't matter how untrue it is. It looks like YouTube's word is going to be the truth anyway. And it doesn't matter if they're wrong. Because on YouTube, whatever YouTube says is right. It's the it's the biggest, like, the biggest website on the internet. Um, it doesn't directly employ people, but it, like... More people earn their living from this website than any other website on the entire internet. You would think there would be some sort of middleman that would say, you know what, maybe YouTube doesn't get to have ultimate power over every decision like this. Um, but of course, YouTube would never comply with that and, and give us like, you know, a judge or somebody in between who who doesn't work for YouTube or work for the common man. They would never give us the opportunity to defend ourselves uh, to to stay on this platform to fix YouTube's mistakes, it's it, what what's happening is YouTube is Judge Dredd. They are the they are the judge, the jury, and the executioner. And then after they make their decision, all we can do is beg them to reconsider. It's completely unfair for literally everybody. And that's one thing about YouTube; they've always sort of had the power to do this, but they never actually fully went through with it. Kind of like how. Whoever the president is has the power over the military, and they can technically go invade any country they want on a whim, but they just don't do it because it makes them look ridiculous. The problem with YouTube is that they have absolutely no accountability to anyone whatsoever. They're basically a monopoly. People are practically forced to use YouTube if they want to make any sort of revenue producing long-form content on the internet. And yeah, and, and the next time... Folks at home, the next time you say, oh, YouTube's not a monopoly, tell me what other website you go to every day to watch videos made by the common man. L list them. How often do you go to Vimeo? Never. How often do you go to VidMe? Never, because it was fucking deleted. How often do you go to fucking Pornhub to watch things that aren't porn? You don't. You at home only use YouTube to watch videos that people make. Don't fucking say it's not a monopoly, you stupid fucking retard. And that's the thing. I think in the past few years, at least, YouTube has finally started to realize with their increasingly aggressive tactics, like, hey, we can just kind of get away with this stuff and there's nothing anyone can do about it because we aren't accountable to anyone. Even a company like Facebook or Snapchat, 
they are privately or they're publicly traded companies on the stock market. They have to make sure that at the very least that the investors are happy. YouTube doesn't even have to do any of that. They're just a subsidiary of Google. They can sponge off of the Google revenue train almost indefinitely. And they're such, they hold so much cultural, political influence nowadays that they could just basically cultivate all of that power and there's nothing anyone can do about it because there is simply, YouTube is accountable to no institution, no man, no government, or I, I don't think anything can really control YouTube. Yeah, we're all fucked. I mean, I don't know what else to even say. Uh, we're under their control, and, you know, this is a, a god who doesn't follow his own Ten Commandments, and uh, he's a vengeful, spiteful god, and he will smite any of us down on a whim for no reason. And I feel like I'm Job, and, uh, and God is torturing me because I was too loyal. <laughs> God's just like, ah, it'd be funny if we tortured this guy. Let's see what happens. I don't think if we leave this case just on its own that you'll be the only case in this monkey. Oh, no. YouTube... no it's going to get worse from here on out. That's why I'm saying, folks, uh, be prepared. If you're a YouTuber, man, fucking move to Twitch or something. Figure something out because it could disappear in a day. God, YouTube has always sort of been on the edge of control as just a viable revenue system or just something that you can make a living but at least until now there's always been somewhat of a sense that your own destiny is in your own hands where you can at least control where you go on this website but now with all this monkey shit it just seems like youtube can do whatever they want and act on a whim and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it it's always been kind of a fear but it's never been really tangibly realized until we saw what happened with Monkey's channel. Um, I, I don't know if I should say this, Em, so let me know uh, if you're going to edit it out. But now that this channel has been completely demonetized, uh, we are doing this podcast for free. There's no monetary incentive left for us to do this. And we were just starting to make like even the tiniest amount of money off of this podcast. So I'm proposing to you and to Rusty... Uh, what if the Sodi podcast had its own separate Patreon just for people who are really big fans of this podcast and want to see it continue since now we have no reason to even do it? And then we split up the money, you know, evenly or whatever. Like, do you think that would be something that w or should we just tell people, hey, if you like us, give us money individually on Patreon? You know, Mumkey, I started out this podcast with the idea of just shitting on the idea of podcasts entirely. <laughs> but those were those were the nicer times. Those were the times where we didn't <laughs> have to deal ago. about the YouTube Gestapo coming in the middle of the night and taking away everything that's near and dear to us as content creators. Uh, the role of this podcast has now shifted into something com entirely different. And... I'm fully on board to continue doing this because YouTube just needs something right now where creators can come on and just speak with no filter and no fear of having their videos demonetized or taken down. And I think that's what this show should be. And if fans want to support us in that endeavor with our um, with our own separate Patreon, because YouTube clearly 
doesn't want us around anymore, then by all means, they should do it. And you know what? Uh, to incentivize people, and let us know in the comments what you think, but we could have just, like, if you give even a dollar, you'll have access to, like, once a month, we'll do a bonus episode just for patrons. I think I think we could do that, right? That'd be fun. Sure, yeah. We already have so many episodes that we don't even release just because... <laughs> we can just give you become, all those. Just because we record them and, like, get around to editing it two weeks later, and by then it's completely irrelevant what we're talking about. <laughs> we really gotta just, like, pick a day of the week and every day uh, of that, like, you know, every week have a new episode come out. We really got to get on top of this because it's so like, we'll have three episodes in a row and then nothing for like two weeks. You know, I get, I, I get a bunch of this stuff planned and then all of a sudden a massive YouTube fucking tragedy occurs and we have to talk about that. I, I really wish this website was, was less authoritarian and less oppressive and stopped just killing channels mm -hmm. so often. So we wouldn't be forced to talk about this and we could actually just talk about lighter stuff. I and don't know. Well, speaking of lighter stuff, um, as well in the comments, if you uh, tell us if you would become a patron or not. Also, tell us which creators maybe you would like to see invited onto the show. One of my favorite things is that any random person on YouTube could appear on the Sodi podcast. We went from Quentin Reviews to Rags and Mahler to the fucking Cyanide and Happiness guy. So like, if there's anybody you know would be a good fit to hang out and, and talk to us, uh, uh, let us know in the comments. How's that sound? And by anyone, I mean like literally anyone. We tried to do an episode with Jeremiah the Gamer, and trust me, I really wanted this thing to work, but Jeremiah just couldn't get his recording figured well, out. It's, and it's technically up on Jeremiah's so channel. Yeah, the SOTY Lost episode. Go check it out on Jeremiah the Gamer's channel. Yeah. All right, I think I think that's it for today, right, Emp? We'll see how this stuff plays out. There's a lot of stuff going down in the next few days. Uh, I'm nervously watching to see if I somehow get taken down just for even associating with Mumkey. That's how bad things have gotten in this fucking yep. situation. Mumkey's story is probably going to be on Drama Alert, maybe on Pew News again. He's having that interview with a real mainstream journalist. So hopefully we can make this story out there. But before we go, it's important for anyone listening to this right now to just stay vigilant. Pay attention to what's happening on YouTube. We can't sleep on this issue any longer. It has become too pertinent. It has become too big of a threat to anyone on this website. Anyone who enjoys watching YouTube videos, anyone who enjoys creating YouTube videos. If it can happen to Mumkey, it can happen to you. And we must not just lie down and let YouTube get away with this. We have to publicize this issue and make sure that some way, somehow, YouTube is actually held accountable for their Orwellian administration of this site and their completely unethical mistreatment of creators.